welcome, welcome to episode 74 of Up and Down Golf Podcast with your host Slim. My co-host Benny Golf. Benny, what's going on? You know, I'm trying to think of a new word. Other than just struggling. I, I didn't prepare for that at all. Magnificent? Tired? Exhausted? Yeah, I'm actually exhausted. Refreshed. I'm refreshed. Be, refreshed. It, it's a mix of refreshed and exhausted, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, the soul feels replenished and rejuvenated, but the brain and the body's a little bit exhausted for sure. Been out in the sun like all day, just was on a little getaway for four days up in Halliburton. Um, uh, we rented a cottage, so had f- friends and family, everyone, whatever. It was a good time. Lots no, go into of, detail. Everyone had their significant others up, and you didn't because you don't have yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You up. You're that one guy. The, if we want to get the pressing, yeah. I brought two friends um, to make up for my siblings bringing up their significant others, so shit happens, man. It, not everyone can be certified lover boy, you know? But... I guess not. Uh, no, I guess not. But it was good. It was a lot of fun. A lot of jet skiing. A lot of pontoon boating. Um, a lot of tossing footballs around. My did shoulder they, can't take they, it anymore. Oh my god! You sound like Mac Jones. <laughs> did are they? Uh, did you get given this the jet skis, or did you bring them all up? Um, my sister's boyfriend b- brought the one because they have a little wow. like trailer or whatever. So he brought one, and then they had one there at the cottage as well that we were able to use. So. Wow, look at the boyfriend coming in big again. Not only with the food, but now with the CDs. Oh, I know, I know. Tough to complain. He's, do, for he, sure. he's doing more for the family than you and Harry are. He he definitely definitely brings more to the table, literally. Dinner time. <laughs> Pun intended, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. On oh, fire. Right. Oh, that was another one almost. That, <laughs> I was yeah, usually yeah. on fire with it. But uh <laughs> but no, yeah, it was good. Uh the only th- only complaint was I did be a good person and let everyone get beds except for myself on uh night one and two so i slept on a couch which is normally not bad i'm i'm a bit of a couch sleeper don't mind it at all and uh the only issue was because bugs are going to get in the cottage a little bit leave door open door open once in a while and uh same thing happened both nights it was like five in the morning and i'm just like laying there sleeping doing my thing and there was a singular a singular fly that only fucked with me the whole time so it would like it'd be five in the morning and it just decided, okay, yeah, now I'm gonna mess with Ben. And he would come and he would like fly on my shoulder and I would have to like try to hit him, but I'm like half sleeping, so I wouldn't get him. And then they'd give it 20 seconds, he flew to my other shoulder, and I could just hear him buzzing around. He just hippity hopping and hippity hopping. I'd wake up, try to kill him with my hat, but I was too tired, so I just buried it, went back to sleep, and he bothered me all the first night. And then the same thing ha- happened the second night. And I swear it's the same fly. Like it's it's gotta be the exact same fly, because that shit had some vendetta against me hated me but what do you mean worse a mosquito or a fly oh mosquito is easier to kill for sure so i think I, hey, rather been, that. I, I think they've been like mutating this year i found them way harder to kill this year sometimes it's like they like <laughs> bounce off you. you try to hit them off your skin and like you slap them and it hits your skin and then they like fly away it's like cool yeah. not solid contact almost like the ball striking in golf <laughs> seriously well that's the thing with flies apparently you gotta swipe like anticipating their jump because they're gonna react quick enough but if you try oh. to swat them like two inches above where they're sitting, you better chance of hitting them. But anyway, that didn't matter because I missed every time and yeah, it pissed me off. But other than that, it was a great time. And I, I see you're in some nice scenery at the moment. So how you been? Oh, thanks for asking. I didn't know if we were going to get into that or you're just going to continue Classic. talking the whole Classic. time about your stories. Yeah. Mine's good. Yeah. Yeah. Just up north. I work up here, Ben. So, you know, it's just another day. But uh, pop by and said hi to us. I could have. Yeah except you're like an hour away from us, but yeah, anyways, 
you know, ge- ge- geographically, you're probably not the best, you know, Bracebridge, <laughs> Albert. Once it gets lake territory, not, it's all game over. That's so, that's such a Torontonian, like GTA person. Oh, Muskoka. Oh yeah. Like they think Perry sounds the same as Halliburton. It's like, no, you can basically no. go from Perry sound to Toronto quicker than you can go to Perry sound to Halliburton. Understood. Yeah. But anyways, my, my, I was good. I, uh, I caddied all week. I caddied. So it was right. good. I, uh, tough. I started out super tough. We, uh, plus four through eight had a double on a hole with, a few too many of the same chip shots, if you know what I mean. Wasn't good. And then <laughs> got dialed in. He went five five through 11. So shot one under, which was good. Then went four under the next day. Made the cut by two. And then uh, didn't play great this th- Saturday. And then was rolling on Sunday, six through 11. Right. Six six through 11. That's not too bad. And no. then kind of lost a bit of focus. But, um, you know, figured it out. And luckily, didn't come t- came T21, which top 20 gets him into this week so he was kind of bummed oh. but got the call last night he got a sponsor exemptions a sponsor exemption into this week he's playing this let's week let's go good yeah, for he him fired up yeah yeah, yeah so i checked this morning it. i saw he was uh t21 or whatever and mm-hmm. fired a couple good scores it was it was good great to see yeah it was it was it was really fun your boy uh your boy mika uh morris he, micah, he had some fun yeah. too eh? micah yeah not mika yeah sorry that's tough yeah no i did want to mention that um, just because I, I honestly forgot he was in the tournament and I guess he got through yeah, like Ta- sponsor. Taylor made got him in. Right. Okay. That's how we got so, it. so yeah, I don't know. I'd like to talk about it for a minute. Like not here to shit on anybody, obviously, but I mean, he did come dead last, I believe. And was roughly like 15 over, I think on, on the, on the two days or something like that combined. But, um, I was honestly kind of shocked. Like, I feel like I have such a skewed idea of how good like some of the YouTube golfers are just because like when you watch their videos and whatnot, like they're always playing, it seems pretty good. And what I realized and I stand by, and I feel like I've said it forever and maybe you've agreed with me. is just like so many of the courses in the States to me are just not anywhere near as challenging to like good courses in Canada. Like, I think that's so much harder to score. Well, especially playing like in tournament golf. Like they're playing in like Kansas. It's wide open fields or just whacking the ball around. As long as you hit it far, you're going to make up some strokes. Where here, it's like, it's not all about pounding it far, man. Like you have to hit it so freaking straight. Yeah. And he, his big claim to fame is he hits it a mile, right? Yeah. Like that, yeah. That's like, his I thing. And like, three times, yeah. And like his, it, I agree with you. That was a good point. I didn't really think about it that way, but I do agree that it's definitely for the average can I mean there's Canadian courses where you can get after it. And there's sure. guys at this level that can get after the course that just played. Like, I mean, I think the winner was like 18 under through four days. And I think yeah. multiple guys went eight eight or nine deep in the course of like a round. But they're also mm-hmm. a different level, which goes to that point, is they are dude. And that's what's I think that's what's super frustrating for guys because you know, guys are trying to get into sponsor exemptions, they're trying to get in to get the points. Cause especially next year, dude, it's in, gonna be insane next year because of the Latin the merger, the yeah, yeah, they're joining. They're basically they're basically only going to be like thirty spots up for grabs, not even like twenty five. Right. So like every qualify like um Canadian Tour qualifier Latin, there's gonna be like four or five guys that get in, which means you basically have to win the tournament to get status. 
which is just like crazy. So it's so crucial for guys this year to get their top 60 in points to get their card next year. So they don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that, that Drew is bummed out about because right now he sits a hundred in point on the points list. Now there's yeah. a pretty big discrepancy between like 60th and a hundredth mm-hmm. because it's that, that are like that tour. So top heavy. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like you have the guys that are really trying to play as much yeah. as possible and do play a lot versus the guys that are playing in events here and there and picking up points when they can. Yeah. So, I mean, another top 10 would do really well for him. He would maybe have a sniff at like, you'd obviously get to play the next event and then try to get into, you know, top 60, which would be the ultimate goal, obviously huge. But right. back to my point is that it just, it, I think they wanted the ideas there with them bringing him in to show spotlight to the tour because a lot of guys follow him. A lot yeah. of guys want to see what's going on. The Canadian tour is not that big, really. Like no. if you're from Canada, you, you know it and you golf, but and even some don't, people don't. <laughs> yeah. If you don't golf or if you're from the U S you probably aren't hearing about it. So I just find it really hard because I don't think he brings that much attention to it and it's not mm-hmm. worth letting a guy that is actually should be there. Um, you know, deserves yeah. to be there not that he doesn't like he can obviously hit the golf ball but as you can yeah. see like he just doesn't like he's he doesn't compete at that level which uh, yeah like i still am not 100 percent sure on saying like it's tough to judge the guy after one tournament the fact that he came like solo last like makes it a bit more maybe evident but like he is definitely a good golfer and i think he has potential to compete and stuff like that but i feel like he would have to grind through like actual mini tour stuff to like prove a bit more that he actually has that kind of game because there's guys who will fire where where did he play before like Like, did he play anywhere like i think he played like a bit of college golf and stuff like that um like years ago though at that point and then kind of took a break from competitive did some mini tour stuff i think in the u.s over the past year and a bit but like i don't think he's had any insane success or anything like that but there's tour guys or mini tour guys around here or that go down in the states from canada and they're still firing in like the 60s and shit like consistently enough where you would probably like you said rather give them those kind of spots but yeah um, yeah so i mean it like you said it is really cool that they brought them down for or brought them up sorry for uh for a little bit of spotlight which i mean you kind of saw that with the barstool guys even getting to do the corn fairy stuff like i thought that was pretty cool um, for sure so it, it's good to see that the efforts are there that's for me the the broader point is I, I like the effort that's being made, but just to touch on the Micah stuff specifically, it was unfortunate to see him shoot kind of that poorly. But I mean, like I'm looking at his, I'm looking at his tournament scores, and like a, there's not a lot of low scores. Like his mm-hmm. lowest score I see is 72, right? Which ob- which obviously isn't uh, it's a good golf I, score, but it's not winning you tournaments. Yeah, and. I don't know. I just think there's so much on the line, and I it's just. Uh, but I see from a different perspective, seeing having a buddy firsthand try to go through it and grind through it, and I I yeah. get, you know, a lot of his fans are probably stoked. They're like guys playing in the event that have full status are like, oh, this is cool. Like I get to meet them and like yeah. do all that. So I I see both sides of it at the end of the day, and but sure. it just shows again how, like you said, how swayed the vision is of how good they those guys are. Oh yeah, compared to guys yeah. that just like actually play. Well, I know Mac Coucher is like another guy that seems to go through that. Like everyone's like, oh, like chirping him and saying all their but opinions at least, and stuff about his golf. He is very open about it, but like he but, goes to tournaments and he's starting to get back in the rhythm, but he's not a stick. Like he's not but insane. At least his thing is like hitting slingshots and like that. Like, like, yeah. like I don't know. Like, like, I don't know what exactly they do. Like, is he just doing trick shots online? Micah? What's he doing? Yeah. 
it's just like general golf videos like the he was always with the good good guys like yeah they, and they just do like whole vlogs and and random like mini game like golf stuff and scrambles to go as low as possible like the generic kind of golf stuff yeah but they would have like he kind of started it like it was him and garrett that kind of started that whole wave so when i say generic it's generic now but like it wasn't when they started yeah yeah and good for them for doing that i mean he's obviously making fucking sick money that's the other tough part too right because like sponsorship is sick (laughs) like they have guys in there like you know you come top 20 you're not even breaking even for the week right and he's making some good money (laughs) and like taking up a spot for us to be there probably yeah yeah so it's just like and what he makes just off his youtube stuff and like anything like that right like he's just it's night and day mm-hmm. between him and like any other player basically on that tour because no one on that tour has probably made more than like 60 or 70 grand this year and well yeah that's making it not that doesn't include expenses but anyways um yeah. i guess you get in the last week i kind of just jumped that i yeah no worries it, it, it kind of it correlated with your last week mixing in with that tour and event so it was not bad to touch on but yeah, last week was uh, was somewhat interesting, I guess you could say, to say the least. I have more of the Justin Thomas stuff is something that fucking mind boggles me. And I'll, I guess now that I'm kind of on it, but yeah, I kept thinking about how we that. talked about it, how we talked about how um, he needed to play well kind of to get into FedEx Cup playoffs. And you were saying, like, you seemed pretty confident that he was going to be able to make it into FedEx Cup playoffs. And I didn't as much. Another and now it's like and now cut, it's, dude. Yeah, I know. Like miscut at the three M. Yeah, it's getting really real that he might not be playing it. Like he's got to come. I think I saw T twenty one at worst. T T eighteen. T eighteen. Yeah. To, or better. To, yeah, to get in the FedEx Cup playoffs, which that is no, no easy thing to do at this point for him. Like the field's not super strong this coming week, but I still matter. think he can do it. Like, I still think he's gonna do it. I'm holding to the guns. I think he's going to do it. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah, it he has is to come top to 20. He has to come top 20. Top That's 20. all it is, really. Well, C18, but let's say right. top yeah. 20 for yeah. Yeah. I think he'll do it. I, st- I I personally don't. So, I mean, maybe we'll throw a little wager on that between me and you. But uh, I'm going to go with he won't. Maybe you say he does. And you want to do two to one odds? To see. Hmm? Two to one odds? Two to one that he does it. So, so if I win, I get two. Like if he doesn't, because he there's obviously 160 okay. spots in the tournament. Okay, so if he comes, okay, we'll just do this because I'm not going to unit shame. I don't want people to unit shame me. But if he makes it, if he comes top 20 and qualifies, I'll give you 20 bucks. If he doesn't, you give me 10. Okay, sure. Thoughts? Thoughts? Yeah, done. Vir- done. Virtual handshake. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> it looks like you were jerking yourself off there for a second. <laughs> Uh, uh okay well yeah so i guess to go back into the 3m to talk about something positive because <laughs> ben likes to bring up the negatives all the time lee hodges runs away with it uh i mean not much really else to say kind of just took the reins and went with it i honestly thought it was tom yeah. hoagie for like the longest time <laughs> I realized it wasn't him, which just is another like low-key titleist guy yeah exactly get this i looked up his like you know, I do the stats about the player, not stats, but like the bio about the guys. Yeah, a little bit of breakdown. He, he had like two things. He won, he won like a decent event in college. And there's other two ones where earliest memories of golf are playing with his dad. And the other one would like to own a golf course one day. Huh, just a golf <laughs> guy. Probably like the most, talk about generic, generic, like memories and like dreams 
for yeah. uh, for a golfer. But, well, good for him. At least he's like achieving it, like so far. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, he. That's an interesting one, man. And he was leading by a lot for the most of the tournament, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Basically which is now back to back weeks of just kind of dominance, absolute dominance. Which I mean, sucks for the game, especially. No offense, when it's Brian Harmon and Lee Hodges, <laughs> like. It's just not not big in the in the news of sports when that kind of stuff happens, especially leading up to like the golf playoffs. Like that's probably not what you want to see as a PGA tour. But I mean, both those guys have been playing good enough, especially Brian Harmon, like we talked about. But um yeah, yeah but fuck good for him. And I mean, back to the negatives, JT Poston or Poston, however you want to say that name. Oof. Poston. Poston. Standard you want to break post on. You could say it's Poston for sure. It's definitely. I just don't know why it would be. It definitely is Poston. Poston. Yeah. yeah, Well, yeah, I'll get it. He he lost 260k making a double, trying to win Mm -hmm. on 18. He hit in the water, uh, fell out a solo second. I think he was going to make like 860, and now and then he now he's only made like 570 or something like that. No, 580. I guess that would be 600 ish roughly. Yeah. No, it was under six, but I'm actually better than that. But yeah. So, and anyways, I guess like people were tweeting it, tweeting it, tweeting it. And he just like commented on the tweet and was like, dude, I do that again in a heartbeat. I wasn't playing for second place, which is such like yeah. a rookie Bobby attitude. Yeah, I love it. He said, he's like, I'll do it 10 out of 10 more times if I was put in that same situation. And honestly, I don't know what Twitter was like. Clearly you were on the Twitter side more than that. It's actually Instagram called X side. now. Sorry. It's actually called True. X. Yeah. Yeah. We should be careful. <laughs> Elon Musk will come kill us. But, uh, I was more on the Instagram side of things and the comments were way more positive. Like, Everything I could find was just like, honestly, great mentality. Like, I think even our boy Juicy was in there saying some stuff like that. Like, he was, everyone was just saying, like, that's good mentality. That's how it should be and whatever. So, people were hating on it. I think you're an idiot because uh, I think he did exactly what he should have been doing. And I mean, at that point, 260K, sure, but like, damn, you're still getting paid like 500 G's. <laughs> how much do you think he's made this year? Um, like over a million, like over a million and a half. If I had to guess, I'm gonna go look that up now. I got um, it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, nice. I got it. Yeah, I want to say over a million and a half, for sure. But maybe I'm wrong. Been wrong before. He's 49th of the FedEx Cup. I'm doing a little better than JT. <laughs> yeah, it's not really loading. So what are his earnings? Do you see his earnings? Well, he's made 12 million in his career. So I don't think the guy cares about 260k. That's another good point, but you don't this have season, his uh this season. This season he's made two point six million. Okay, so like not the best guess, but not a terrible one. But I said but more still, than one point five. Off, so off of two and a half, off of two sixty, that's the difference of like me get our twenty dollar wager, probably. Yeah, like, yeah and him trying to shit. and him trying to place better in a tournament. Like uh, it's competitive sport. Yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't do that. No, yeah, no I, I like it. I like it. Loser loser mentality people on X nowadays, apparently. Yeah. Hey, I'm still on X, but <laughs> you're, you're, you're the one being negative. I got JT in my back pocket. Let's go. I'm a Threads, I'm a threads guy now. <laughs> yes. Um. All right, let's get into some slim stats. We're kind of jumping all over the place, but I got this because we, we were talking this week about three putting and like guys three putting as he had a couple three putts. So I wanted to bring this out, but mm-hmm. tour percentage three putt. From 35 feet. What do you think the tour percentage is from 35 feet? I'll go through it. Like tours, scratch, five handicap, 10 handicap, 15 handicap. But what do you think the three, three? And this is like, I think on like a generic green. Like it's not like it's like a crazy sloping green, just like a generic from 35 feet. So you're starting at tour or no? 
Sure. Or you can start at 15. I don't care. And it's three putts from 35 feet. That's what a three putt is. Yeah. Well, a three putt. Can it not be outside 45 feet or like 35 feet? No, like like three, from 35 feet. Okay. So um, like the ball is specifically 35 feet from the hole and you three I putt. I know. Uh, I would say a tour player probably does that like 5% of the time. 7%. Okay. What do you think a scratch does it? Ooh, Probably yeah. looked at the answers now. No, no, I haven't. Uh, that's why I didn't get the question this good. Probably, I guess a jump from a tour to scratch has got to be like 8 per, or no, no, it's going to be higher because I have a 7. Uh, like 11? 23%. Oh, like it's a big-ass jump. Wow. Big jump. And yeah, then, what do you think? Five. We'll do five, and then I'll, I'll just say the rest. Sure, sure. What do you think? Five uh, is five's got to be like forty-one percent, thirty percent. Oh, there's a very wow. little. Like it's only an eight percent increase from zero to five. True. And that then a ten, ten handicaps, thirty-five percent. It's only five percent from five, mm-hmm. and then a fifteen's forty. So another five percent. So it just shows you like the putting skill gap between a tour player and I guess five handicapper even to a, everyone else. Even a scratch and 15s almost double. Yeah, like that is insane. I would have never guessed that. It's just crazy. Especially from 35 because that's like not, not even that long. insane. No, yeah. That's, that like means every time are thinking make. Like not actually thinking make, but like you're putting at it like, oh, it's makeable. Like you're not yeah, just lagging that up every time. Like you basically you're gonna fifty percent of the time three putt. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> like you might want to change your mindset if you're taking those putts instead of like, oh, like I'm gonna putt this like I'm gonna make it. Maybe think lag a little bit more. Like yeah. have that intentional lag it. I think that's probably the play. And then here's it's three putt be. percentage. Here's three putt percentage from uh, twenty five feet. So I'll just say them because yeah, I don't need you guessing again. But tour percentage is three percent. Scratch is eleven percent. Five handicap is sixteen percent, ten handicaps nineteen percent, and a fifteen handicap is twenty three percent. So the basically the fifteen percent chance fifteen has a the same percent of three putting from twenty five feet as the scratch does from thirty five feet, which is pretty nuts. Yeah, that ten that ten feet makes a huge huge difference. Yeah, huh? That isn't really really wild. I would have never guessed. Like I thought that maybe would have happened. If you broke it like from 25 feet to 45 feet, that like I would see the gaps be a lot bigger, but it's really that just doesn't seem like I was, that different of a putt. I was reading this thing where apparently like guys gain a half a stroke or a stroke. Like you, you go from like four, like zero to like five feet and you gain like a full stroke. And then from like once you get past like eight or nine feet, the difference of making the putt from like 10 to 20 is like hardly anything. So that's, and he's obviously stressing, you don't need to hit it at pins. You can just like hit no. it to 15 feet because your make percentage from like, I think it's almost eight or nine to 20 feet isn't the same, but it's very close in a sense of gaining shots in a round. Yeah. Like the easiest way to put that in just like simple terms that I can relate to is, I don't know, say me as like a, whatever, roughly eight to nine handicapper. Like I'm sitting there single digit. Yeah, I can say single digit now. Still? Um, you put in all your scores? I have been pretty good. <laughs> I fucking got some. I'm dying. Um, no, I'm playing about a nine for sure. And uh, oh, holy shit, I don't know what's that going on with me. 
Um, whew, okay, we're alive. But like, you look at an eight footer, and you're like, okay, like I, I somewhat have, like I have expectations to make this. You put me outside like ten feet, I'm not necessarily expecting to make it. And it would be the same approach to like a twenty five footer. Like I'm not expecting to make it, but both a ten footer and twenty footer, like you would think I'm, I would think I'm gonna put it close enough for like I'm two putting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like that's where the expectations change. I feel like so I could see that for a lot of people just being the same because it's you'd have to be pretty bad to vary that much at that point like oh i can put a 12 footer close but you give me 25 feet and i'm just fucking three putting <laughs> like, yeah, like it's literally. just kind of a stupid concept yeah i mean stats are stats stats be stats all right you want to get into this tiger thing yeah i briefly break it down like i didn't get to see it too much today or look into it but i mean i get the gist of it so essentially tiger has finally kind of taken a stance into public about the whole merger and whatnot between uh live and pga tour which is just something to talk about because tiger has been pretty quiet about it um pretty much the whole time he definitely has been behind the scenes if i had to guess but very very little like media wise um so i guess he's now going to be part of uh like a like a he's gonna be a player director with the on the tour kind of thing which i believe he'd be the sixth now sixth person to do so and essentially, it's just going to be him protecting like the players a lot more. And I think, what does it say here? Um, they've put together like a letter with 40 different players um, towards Jay Monahan about all the details and demands that they want to ensure they have moving forward this with this, which just makes sense. For me, I think that's a great idea because they have been left in the dark with so much so far and like they have no idea kind of what the direction of this is. So to kind of get on top of it before stuff starts unfolding over the next couple of years and just put your foot down and say what you expect. I feel like it's got to be good and give them something to work with. So then at least you may be able to find some common ground. So to have Tiger do that, I think is pretty crazy. I mean, now he's going to probably get on that. Uh, what is it? Pip shit. Like he's going to get number one on that. Probably no doubt. Uh, Cause this <laughs> just, is a just pretty Google reviews. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's, this is a pretty big news piece and I'm assuming it'll keep him at the top of the media. Now moving forward with anything that has to do with this merger. So Dude, good he, on shouldn't you, Tiger. Win the pip. he shouldn't win the pip. If he, what are you playing one event this year? Like one or two, yeah. There's no way he should be like eligible to win. It's so unfair for other guys. Like it just basically makes other guys go, well, "What's the point?" If Minwoo like, Lee doesn't win this year, I'm gonna have problems with the PGA Tour. <laughs> like why? This he's guy Lee's been the best. Minwoo Lee's been the best social media person this year. He's like the max of a couple isn't years his, ago. Isn't his sister the uh, the Minji Lee? Minji like Lee, yeah, and she's she's nasty. She's so yeah. good. She's so what, good. Yeah. How about Michael Michael Kim, dude? He's been he's been putting up a ton of shit on Twitter. He's all the time. He's tweeting after every round tournaments. Tom Kim, yeah. Michael Kim, who? I think it's Michael Kim. Michael Kim. I yeah. don't know. As long as it's not a Fratelli or I was fucking his name up right now, but uh, the Italian dude <laughs> who just like doesn't make cuts or anything, <laughs> and he's just always all over the Instagram and shit. But no, nah, Minwoo Lee's got the best edits in the game. Have really? you seen those on Instagram? Oh, yeah, I'll have to send you a few after, dude. He's got the most elite edits pre-tournament, like, hype-ups and shit. He's so funny. No so, way. if he, his name's not on that top 10 this year, like, it's like when they exclude Max Homa from a couple years ago with, like, his Twitter or X. Yeah. Um, just, like, tear. It's similar kind of stuff. So, but, yeah, I don't know. It's good news, the, the whole Tiger thing, to kind of just loop that back uh, closed. Is, uh, I think it's a good step forward for the players having some some sort of more say in what's going to be happening. Um, but yeah, I guess lots to unfold from there. 
Yeah, unreal. I guess we'll just wait for that to happen and see what conspires because no one knows really, right? So, Literally. um, speaking of uh, between club segments or clubs, well, I guess not really speaking of it. I just spoke about it. So, but now speaking about it, how about the new Callaway CB irons got released today? I didn't see them. Are they nice? I think they're sexy. Some some guys are like on on X are just like mm-hmm. chirping them, but yeah. I'm debating. I'm I'm trying to pull. I'm trying to pull like pull trigger on the TCBs, which are the ones that like Rom and Shoffley use, mm-hmm. or or just order these CBs. But I don't think I don't think I'm going to be able to play these. And I'll, I'll give you the exact definition in about five seconds on why I don't think I could play them. And this is the reason. Oh, no, those are the X-Forged. Let's go to, uh, well, I got to, anyways, basically saying if you're not a tour player or an elite ball striker, don't even think about touching these (laughs) things. And I am neither one of those things, but they are so nice. I want them so badly. So I think I'm going to go to TCBs for now. And uh, the red. I don't know. I just tried to Google it. I, I didn't see them i guess properly oh those are that's the wedge that's the wedge that's the right wedge. yeah that's no, what I I i'm talking yeah. the iron i'm talking the iron but uh but yeah they look nice though so i was thinking about maybe getting them but i think i'm just what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna buy the tcvs and then if i hit them well i might just buy the seven eight nine in the uh in the cvs um yeah. and then just go back to uh get that 46 degree wedge but yeah it says the new Apex CB 24 irons are designed for the most discerning tour pros and elite ball strikers. This ca- this tour county back is designed with an all new forge construction for pure feel, precision shot making, and workability. I am none of those things, so I probably should not buy them, but I want to. Workability they also start at two thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I never hear you be like, oh, "I'm gonna try to cut this one in or knock it down." The famous knockdowns are formed here. It's funny because Drew always, like this week was like, I'm gonna hit the knockdown, I'm gonna hit the punch, I'm gonna hit the flight. And I go see, but this guy knows what he's goddamn doing. Like he's actually hitting those shots for the most part. Like these other mucks out here have no idea what's going on. That guy's saying I'm gonna hit a knockdown nine. You don't even know what a nine iron is. I'm gonna I'm gonna get together with Drew one time and, and you're gonna sit there and we're gonna hit shot shapes together and I'm gonna show him how I can shape the ball and hit knockdowns and, and flight wedges and stuff. It's gonna okay. be great. Gonna so be speaking great. of it's golf my... clubs, <laughs> go ahead. No, no, it's all good. I'm done. You're good. That's, go. That's good. Okay, good. I didn't. I didn't want to cut you off again. I do that a lot. So, you know. But anyways, between clubs, talking about actual, not actual clubs. We were talking about actual clubs. Now we're talking about between clubs. Um, one of my buddies got a hole in one on a par three course this weekend, which is funny because we were gonna do this last week mm-hmm. and it kind of cut out, but he actually yeah. did. And so it begs the question: Would you take a par three? course hole in one or a simulator hole in one at like one of the old times like pebble beach um what's that is that 12 or seven the uh i want to say it's seven no yeah it's seven anyways something like that which one do you rather i already know my answer but um what do you go what do you got uh, probably par three course um not even for the like credibility of it as much it's more just the atmosphere, like the fact that I'd be able to like run down the fairway, grab my ball out of the hole, and uh, like have beers right after with the boys. Like, if I get a hole in one on a simulator, like I don't think I would be itching to like buy around for people. Like they might try to pull that card on me. Like, oh, you got a hole in one? Like you, you got to pay the tab. It's like, nah, man. Like fuck that. It was a simulator. <laughs> you know, I, 
I think the adrenaline of just seeing the ball in the air, if you can see it, land on the pin, drop into the darkness, and you're standing around with four guys in an open atmosphere, yeah, yeah. you could not replace that. Regardless no. of, I don't consider it a full hole-in-one. Neither do I. be that guy. But, like, you are, like, right there in the sense of, like, you're not going to feel any different if you make a hole-in-one on, on an actual hole-in-one. No, not really. You won't feel much different. So you're just kind of replacing the feeling, but I agree. The beers, the atmosphere, the fellas, like, inside at a sim would be just i think so anticlimactic but i would yeah. definitely be on the guy for buying drinks yeah I would say I would for sure that. you have to that's why i mentioned it because i would also be that guy so that's why i wouldn't want to be the one getting the hole in one because i would be surrounded by people like me who would probably say the same shit so yeah. and another thing oh i'm trying to remember where i was gonna go with it oh yeah like do you mentally think you'd be uh like mentally tell yourself like i just wasted it like if you got it on the simulator, would you be like, I just wasted like that lucky of a thing? Or would would you feel like, oh, like that won't affect Honestly, my I think thought I, on having another one? Me being who I am, I would say yes to both the part three and the simulator. Because yeah. although simulator hold ones are like kind of easy, they're not like super easy for right. the average guy. Mm-hmm. But what I found is hole in ones are so much based off of luck that it really oh, doesn't yeah. matter. If you yeah. get two or three, it's not like you're like, I mean, the better guys that have like six or seven, you know, that ball strike it well, may, maybe they have a little bit more luck just based off the fact, but like there's sheer luck. So no, I, yeah, the re- realistic me says no, but like the little says, voice yeah, inside I your would, head is yeah, like, oh, shit, you're I never going to get it. one. Yeah, I just <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think that would like really piss me off if I got one on either of those. Cause I think there would be a bit of me that's rattled getting it on. Like the simulator, I think I'd just be kind of numb and like whatever. But if I got on a par three course, like you said, I'd still be so fired up but that I would be really pissed. Cause I'd be like, God damn it. This couldn't have been like a real course where I'm like trying to well, shoot my low scores. And, like, And when our buddy told us this, like we were driving home Saturday and he sent a picture. He's like, you have to see the, the hole. It's like, it's a legit hole. And like, he's just <laughs> kind of new to golf. And he wasn't grasping the idea that me and Nezir was like, dude, it's the fact that it's on a part three course. It did nothing to do with the hole. Like, and he sends yeah. a picture of, of the hole, like of the hole. It's like, dude, I understand it's a golf hole. I understand it's outside, but it's just like not the same thing. Yeah. Which is, yeah, it would piss me off too. Cause yeah, like that whole reason. And also I feel like if you say you were at a part three course, generally part three courses aren't as nice as a regular course. Some are, and like some of the holes definitely are. But like you would have to go through that whole thing of like justifying, oh, like it wasn't 80 yards, like it was a it was 160 yards, like I had to hit this, like the green's actually nice, like everything you would have to go through the stress of that. I played one of the nicest part three courses in um in Arizona. It was called um Shadow Something. It was phenomenal. Really? Like probably better than the average course here. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the holes were like 80 yards to like a buck eighty, a buck sixty. Yeah. And like so like getting it on an 80 yard one just like i wouldn't feel great about it like i've holed out from further than 80 yards would you just say like take it out of the hole and just make a putt yourself just no i'll take it i'll I'll take a net double no it didn't go in it didn't go (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't know that is funny though but yeah definitely i'm glad we can agree on that because i think if you say the simulator you're just one of those guys that you want like ai to take over and you want to just like play golf in your virtual like your vr headsets like fuck off now that we talk about it, like it's not even really a discussion. No, it I don't think so. When we were talking about it off, off, uh, 
camera or off whatever. But yeah, it, well, um, I think the fact that you can say it's one of those cool holes, which is the thing I keep forgetting. Like you could say you're playing one of the coolest holes, like in golf, like sixteen at Augusta. Yeah, like you know what I mean. So like it'd be kind of cool. Imagine because telling your buddies. Uh, <laughs> Anyone yeah, have a hole in yeah. one story? I once I once got one at sixteen at Augusta on a simulator. Yeah, just like it would roasted. be still kind of cool, but like also just weird, bro. Like I don't know, I don't know. It's like people are like, oh, it'd be so sick to just have VR golf and I can just like golf in my living room all the time. I'm like, I would hurt myself. I'm like, I'm not playing VR golf in my living room, dude. I'm like, I want to go play golf. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hate that I conversation. Stupid. It is stupid. It is stupid. But speaking of golf and speaking of playing outdoors, not indoors, Wyndham Championship this week, Sedgefield Country Club played there a few times. Nice track. Not a big deal. That's where I get my tees from. Another not <laughs> Actually, a big deal. Yeah. All my tees are color-coded with the Sedgefield colors. <laughs> really? All of them? Dude, legitimately, for the last year, I've used only Sedgefield tees. <laughs> I have really a Ziploc bag. Yeah, because I went to visit Nezzy. I went there and I like, I just grabbed like Ziploc bags full of them every day. That's jokes. Yeah. That is really funny. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So anyway, anyways, um, I got my money on Alexander uh, Exa- Shoffley if he's playing. I didn't even look, but I'm riding down with him. I don't him. think he is, to be honest. And and I'm going JT top 20. That's my number. Okay. What so you, yeah, like, you got? one of my bets was betting him outside of top 20, but we're doing that together. So I'll leave it out. Um, I like Sam Burns this week. And oh, like part of me wants to be back on Ludwig Aber. I think I am gonna I'm gonna double double up on him. I went last week, he was playing pretty well. Um, fell apart a tad, but I'm still high on this guy. So Ludwig Aberg is again one of my dudes, and I'm gonna do Sam Burns as well because I feel like he's just waiting around to make a splash leading into playoff time. You think? Yeah, I do. But that's basically all. You think he'll make a statement? Big statements. Is he in the playoffs right now? I'm going to check for sure because that would also influence my pick. But, I mean, either way, I'm taking him. You think he's enough points? I don't think he's finished high enough. Do you think he's... Has he struggled a little bit, maybe? We've only played half the season. Not even. True. I feel like, he's, I feel like he doesn't have enough points. His best finish, I think, was like a top five, which... Might get him in points. I don't know. I don't think he has enough points. I'm about to tell you right now. Oh, dude, he's laughing. Sam Burns is 19th and 19th. Oh, not Sam Burns. I'm talking Loved Adbert. Oh, I was like, what what you're talking about? Oh, yeah, I knew Sam Burns would. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were sketching me out. Uh, Ludwig, he's definitely on the cusp. Um, I'm gonna find him here. Sorry, this is the end of our episode, so we can slow our roll a little bit. We're fast talkers out here. There we go. Got him. Wonderful. Yeah, I don't think he will unless he like wins, I guess, maybe because he's 146th. Oh, yeah, no chance. He'd, he'd like, really he have to win. Yeah, he'd have, have to, to win. win. Yeah. All right. Well, Shoffley, if you're not playing, have a good, fun week off. Hopefully, you get rested up for the playoffs because I'll be riding you into the playoffs. Not awesome. like that, but with picks. <laughs> uh, good times. Yeah. Stay All right. Hot. Well, we'll wrap it up and we'll talk with you next week. All right. Cheers.